to Breaking Good, the officially unofficial podcast for Breaking Bad on AMC. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And this is the instant cast for the finale of Breaking Bad. We have a whole lot of people in the audience tonight. Give a shout, everybody. <laughs> because like Aaron Paul and Vince Gilligan and Chris Hardwick, we are doing a live event here. It's, ups- it's upside down. Flip it over. <laughs> oh, this is you great stream- podcasting right here. This is what you people want to hear. It's still upside down. Oh, maybe it's just behind. <laughs> it's probably just behind. All right. I don't know. The, use, the, the people online are getting the bizarro upside down Aaron Dome here. Um, <laughs> wow. What do you think, Jim? Uh, I got to be honest. I was impressed with it. I, I don't know what the audience thought, but I liked it. I thought it ended very fittingly with Walt kind of admitting the whole reason that he's been doing this the entire time, which is not for his family. As I said so many times, it's actually for him. He enjoyed it. Yeah, I um, yeah, I I'm still trying to process. Um, I mean, so this is I, I said this on the Facebook. This is like Walt at his best, right? When he's using his intelligence and his malignance for good, for 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 broadly good purposes. Is he's, that a cancer joke? No. Oh well, probably. <laughs> yeah, he's using his lung cancer for good. Um, he's killing people what needs killing. Sure. Yes. He's helping people what needs helping. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of taking advantage of schmoes in the middle like Gretchen and Elliot. I mean, he didn't kill him. He didn't even sure. really have a credible threat against him. Badger and Skinny Pete <laughs> with laser pointers are not going to kill you in a million years. Genius. I loved it. Um, so, yeah. I mean, there was a couple times where I started – I mean, Breaking Bad went out like it came in. It had crazy camera tricks. It had insane action. Um, and – I mean, who at the end wasn't rooting for Walt to kill the Nazis and kill Lydia and kill Todd? Yeah. I mean, everybody absolutely. cheered when Aaron, when when Jesse strangled out. Choked out Todd. He went oh. Jabba the Hutt. Uh, <laughs> so he went Slave Leia on Jabba the Todd there. Yeah. Um, I, it was I mean, it was super satisfying. Totally. I, I really liked, actually. Um, I, I mean, that part was great. And the way that he took out Lydia, I liked. I, I mean, a lot of people kind of predicted that, okay, the ricin is going into stevia, but it was it was perfectly set up because, like he said, every day at 10 a.m. or every Tuesday at 10 a.m., Lydia would go to the same place. She'd sit in the same seat, and he left just that one packet I actually think he probably table. left 10 stevia packets, and, you know, he, I, I see Walt in the, like, minutes before she shows up. He's just like, you know, people are starting to rip. He's like, no. Did, <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't really. There think was that only happened. one on the table, man. No, but I'm saying he. How would he know he sat on that table? You know, he could have like spread it out, made sure it's one stevia. Because who, who besides Lydia takes stevia? That's yeah. the other thing. Well, that's the thing. She does the same thing every time she's there. Yeah, so she sits at the same table. That was her weakness. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it so. was. But Walt was smart enough to figure that out, and I really enjoyed that. You know? Yeah. No. I mean, his his plans have always kind of worked out how he's wanted them to. Aside from Gus, who was kind of his his big enemy to really compete with uh they've always worked out and everybody i mean it's like i feel like everybody kind of got their way because there's a lot of people saying it's not going to be just simply him showing up say hello to my little friend right there's going to be some science twist well we're yeah i mean he basically built a homemade terminator to spray the whole damn uh i don't know eagle's nest down with with lead that was pretty freaking cool that that was awesome And, and everybody here cheered 
when the Nazis got it, which I, I love. <laughs> it's just like they, they've been deserving it for so long. We finally got to see it. Uh, the other thing I really like about this episode is the way that he used Gretchen and Elliot to then deliver the money to his kids and his family. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was genius because here's a guy who's just told off by his son saying, I don't want your money. Okay, well, I'm even going to get one over on my son here, and you're going to take my money because it's not coming officially from me. Although, do you think that undermines his idea of, like, remember back in, I think it was season three, when Walt Jr. set up the the charity website? Yeah. Uh, and he wanted the money, he wanted his family to know that the money came from him. Do you think that undermines it a little bit? I think he has to change his plan a little bit, you <laughs> okay. know? I mean... Yeah, when Walt tells him to go fuck himself, he's... I mean, the fact that they're... I mean, and the other thing is... I, I kind of wonder in the back of Walt Jr.'s mind when he gets in a couple months this $10 million or $9 million, whatever it was, if yeah. he's going to be thinking, this is from my old man. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, what will he do? There's, you know, there's a lot of open questions about, you know, what's going to become a Skyler, what's going to become a Holly, what's going to become a Walt Jr. and Marie. Um, but I was impressed with the remarkable amount of things they were able to kind of tie up and, and put on a bow. I mean, I didn't, yeah, I really didn't think Gray Matter was going to resolve. I, I was really skeptical about how much that was going to revisit Badger and Skinny Pete. Right. That, that was fucking awesome. Aside from another Star Trek script in the back seat, I yes. got everything I wanted. I, I there. can't wait to see the emails tying the Star Trek script to them being oh, yeah. the highest paid or the, the, the highest dollar assassins West of the Mississippi. That should be, <laughs> that should be interesting. Uh, so you mentioned Skylar and Marie. What do you think about the closure that Skylar and Marie got here with, uh, the gravesite of Hank and Gomez. I had that whole sequence. I got pretty dusty in here. I heard I heard some sniffles, and that wasn't just me. Um, so I think it was incredibly effective, and it was. I was waiting for Vince to go just a step too far and have like Skyler reach for Walt, or maybe even hug him, or do something crazy like that. But I thought the way they played it, where she still, you can tell she still cares for him. Obviously, Walt still cares for Skyler. But there's just so much shit that's gone down that you're not going to have this big emotional show. You know, yeah, and they, they shoot it with them on each side of this kind of wall. Yeah, there's this pillar that's separating them there, and that's you know the meth empire and Walt's love for the meth and another uh, great cra- a camera trick. Honestly, that yeah. slow reveal of him behind the, p- the pillar was awesome. Absolutely, I. There are a lot of people that were still on team Walt going into this episode for some reason any of you guys still on team waltz oh shame on you shame on you <laughs> uh after this episode he gets basically the best redemption he could possibly hope for out of this right i think after last episode this is the best ending you could have hoped for because uh he died at you know i, I was just watching the fly yesterday and he was amusing in that episode where when is the best time to die? Yeah. yeah. This episode, he died at the best time he could die. He, um, I mean, obviously he didn't get closure with Jesse, but at least Jesse didn't blow his head off. <laughs> um, he died before the cops could go there and take him into custody. And, you know, he, he died amongst the science equipment he loved. Yeah, that's the thing. That ending song is perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. that baby blue, and uh, it starts off with, uh, I guess I got what I deserved. That makes a whole hell of a lot of sense in the in retrospect. I mean, this this is a guy who's been cooking meth this entire time, destroying his family one piece at a time, all because of his love of this 
this meth and cooking it and making this business. And it's just like, that's exactly what he deserved. And it was so, it, it just felt right. And every, everybody that had, I think the second episode we had, the spoiler, uh, ladies sent in the, the message about El Paso. I don't know how many people actually listen to the spoiler section. You're very brave if you do. Um, but, I mean, that was incredible how they wrapped that in, too, because that uh, I believe that was a song, uh, the El Paso about the Felina lady was playing in the tape deck of the Volvo when uh, he got it started up. <laughs> yeah. And then he was humming it to himself as he's building his uh, homemade uh, trunk-based Terminator. Yeah. And it, like I said, it just, there's a couple moments where it felt a little clunky. Um, I could see where the writers were manu- maneuvering, um, you know, the fact that he parked his car in the exact place and all that, and everybody happened to be standing up, whatever. But he did but, that on purpose. Right? Yeah, and it was, and again, it's the rule of cool. It's it's kind of, that's what I was wanting to see. I wanted to see Walt kill these guys, and... Yeah, um, it, it would have been less effective, I think, if they didn't bring attention to it by having, what's his name? I keep calling him Devil, but he's... That's his devil. All right. By having devil. Whatever his real name, it ain't as good as devil. straight in there, but whatever. Yeah. I don't care. But he ended up caring. Does everybody realize why we call him devil? Has anyone watched Justified? So he, devil was a big season three Justified character, and it's played by the same actor, and uh, we we, we love devil. So he'll always be devil to us. Uh, Just like, uh, what was that one? Uh, Shoot, I can't even remember the guy from season four we called Tuvok. He's always going to be Tuvok. Oh, yeah, the guy uh, and who was his crony around the time of Box Cutter. I mean, Hugh finally redeemed himself to get a name. He, he, <laughs> he stopped being the meat-eating man because yeah. he worked our way yeah. into her heart. But, but uh, yeah, sure. Devil's going to be Devil. Uh, you mentioned some of the camera work that I thought was uh, really awesome in this episode. And there's the shot where Walt's kind of walking away after he's killed all the Nazis and uh, the trunk – his, his gun and his trunk is still going. It reminded me very much of the shootout with Tuco, where Jesse's car is still bouncing up yeah, and down. Uh-huh. So I thought that was pretty evocative and like a nice callback to for, uh, other seasons. What else do you have? Anything? Uh, dead air. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, how about, how about the final shot where it pulls away? Uh, from Walt, and we see him lying dead on the floor. Through the roof. around his yeah, around his surrounded by this meth empire that he's built, and this is what le- is left of it. Um, that was did that take to... you back to Jesse's heroin? Uh, <laughs> I, I was just thinking if, that, if this is supposed to be his sole tracking shot, it's going in the wrong direction. <laughs> it should be it should be going doing a crawl space down through the you know and him <laughs> yeah. laughing maniacally on his way to hell. Nice. But, uh, no, I, yeah, it, it, it was a little evocative of that. Um, I just thought that's the last cool Breaking Bad shot we're ever going to see. Well, it pulled, was the last shot we they, ever they saw. They tore the so. roof off that mother and craned the hell out of it, and we got to see the cops discovering it. And, I mean, it, it is, it's, it's brilliant. I agree. I agree. Uh, do we want to take some questions? I think so. Has anyone Maybe. got anything? Or, or not even questions, just comments. Yeah. Uh, should we... T- Bust out the mic here. Yeah, step up to the mic. Can we? Yeah. All right. I didn't understand what you meant by Felina. What is the name of or the meaning of Felina? So uh, one lady, there's a song called El Paso, and it's about a um, a guy who falls in love with a Mexican lass. Her name is Felina, and he gets killed in a gunfight at the end of the song and dies. 
And from the, like I said, the second episode of our show, people write us in and we have these spoiler takes where, um, you know, if it's, if it's knowledge based on stuff that happened in the future, uh, we, we put it in a spoiler section. So, uh, someone had noticed the name of Felina and had been a fan of whoever made that song. Um, and had, you know, there's been several people that laid out theories about how the end was going to go down and, um, you know, yeah, I think that's about it. <laughs> but there, it's yeah. it's it's an old country western song, Marty Robbins, and that was the tape, right? That he found. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so I, I can't remember who was the lady that sent that in for the first time. I'm sure I'll look it up for the main cast, but uh, she that it wasn't like in a total prediction. And that's the other thing about this is that a lot of people had a lot of things right. But I don't think anyone saw it all going down exactly like this. And yeah, I mean, everyone assumed he was going to grab the gun and just go shoot up the Nazis, right? And that's why I said from the beginning, I wanted to see the season end in something unexpected yet satisfying. And that fulfilled it. You know, like, uh, I, I thought what he did with Gretchen and Elliot there was awesome from a little <laughs> little revenge oh, angle. But it man. wasn't too bad. And the fact that Skinny Pete and Badger were there, the fact that he got... And him walking around in the house while they're, like, oh. just around the corner was so creepy. So um, creepy. He's like Michael uh, Myers a little bit, yeah. like, laying and slowly getting up. And um, yeah. I, I, th- I I just thought it was great. And him being able to quasi-reconcile his family, get to see Walt Jr. one time before he died... The fact that I mean I don't so the one thing that I don't know what I think about is where, how did he end with Jesse? I think there was an understanding that we're roughly even at this point. Like you kind of put me in this situation, but you came back and you got me out of it. So it was like a Marcellus I'm Wallace the, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I just so, no, no, not going there. <laughs> but but yes, you're ab- you're absolutely right. That's exactly. Because uh, cause there's like a little nod and a look, and then he drives so, off. So Todd's know? definitely the gimp in that scenario, right? <laughs> definitely. The dopey dead eye fuck was was dopey and dead eyed in this episode. And I like, I, I also really like in that scene when he shoots Jack because he's done. He's done with all of this. Like I'm just here to get this over with. And Jack thinks that he's going to bargain his way out of it, and Walt's like, "No, boom, you're dead. Forget about mm. it. That there, was... there is no amount of money." left that you could give me that makes any difference here yeah and he didn't he'd already you know for junior nine million dollars in cash uh, in in an irrevocable trust i'm sure there's some kind of tax benefits of that is it's pretty sweet i mean you can live a you you can you can if you're a, a a dude like walt jr and you're taking care of your sister and your mom that can go pretty far yeah so better than a poke in the eye anyway does anyone else have any comments or questions Jonathan, right? Yeah. All right. All right. I'll give a shout-out to my brother, Justin, uh, down in Jacksonville. But uh, So <laughs> Felina, obviously, there's a couple of double meanings. Uh, it's an anagram of finale. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and the main thing was the song. And in the lyrics of the song, uh, so the guy falls in love with Mexican girl Felina at the cantina. And uh, then I think some guy, like, looks at her wrong and ups- he gets upset, kills the guy, I believe. And then he's an outlaw. He's being chased. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? Um, chased by a bunch of cowboys in the end. He decides he wants to come back to find Felina. Cowboys go after him, gun him down. As he's dying, Felina comes and holds him in his arms, and he dies in Felina's arms, his true love. Oh, Felina is the mess. Felina is the true love. So yeah. his true love in the end, as he was very clear about, he was very good at it, making meth. That's what it was. 
all along. So, I don't, you know, I know there's been a lot of talk about, you know, Team Walt, Team Jesse, and I've always thought that was crazy, and, you know, my brother even saying, hey, this is crazy, you know, Walt's totally bad. So, I'd like to recite a poem I wrote, uh, Ode to the Antihero, but I can't because I'm not a poet and I didn't write it. <laughs> but, I mean, it got scary for us there for a minute, John. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Where's the mute button? <laughs> so, I mean... The modern TV viewer, uh, we, Sopranos, uh, I, the list can go on and on and on. Dexter, dare I say, ugh. But, uh, <laughs> First few you know, we're, we're used to antiheroes. We live in the gray, and that's what this show did. I mean, he's a charismatic character. We always loved him. I mean, and in the end, this show was definitely a highlight, almost way more than I expected. I mean... You know, we're worried that the family's going to get gunned down, the little girl's going to get gunned down, but almost everything was good. The only one kind of sketchy thing was he did leave a bag of poison sitting on a table in a coffee shop that someone could have just sat down and, yeah. oh, don't you don't use that, by the way. Right. But, yeah, because uh, cause Liddy could totally be like, I, I need fresh stevia. Right. You know? So. Yeah, you never know. Or I need more stevia. This isn't mm-hmm. enough. But uh, amazing show, amazing ending. I'm glad we can all come around and appreciate Walt. Because, you know, I always thought he was kind of on the level. He just took a lot of risks. He definitely he walked the line for sure. But thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know, the murder, the drug dealing. He walked the line. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm with you. I think for as much as I hated to see the horrible things that Walt did, mostly to his family, um, I think a lot of the people that he killed over the years kind of deserved it. I mean, they, sure. they were not altogether great people either. Um, but I still enjoyed watching him. I mean, and, and I never really rooted for him kind of halfway through this series, but at the same time, I was kind of hoping he would make things right with the people who he's hurt. And Jesse being a primary one, I mean, he, he's kept Jesse around, as, as we talked about, as Hank said to Jesse, he's kept you around, he's forced you to be around him um, because he cares about you. So for him to kindly uh, finally kind of give Jesse at least some kind of resolution here, get him out of the situation that he put him in to start with. I think that's, that's, that's about as good as you could have hoped for when it comes to Walt. Yeah. And like you said, it could have been a lot worse. Um, It could have been a lot like after last week, I was thinking, God, everyone's going to die. Maybe we'll get Holly and Walt Jr. and, and Skyler off the hook. But, you know, yeah. I mean, like I said, in the end, I always rooted for Walt because I could see, you know, in you're in a situation where you're going to die and you've been stepped on and you decided to hell with it. I'm not going to take any more of this stuff. I'm going to use my brains and make some money for my family. I like that guy. I stopped liking him when he started, you know, poisoning kids and murdering children and he kind of lost his way. <laughs> but I think in the la- this this episode, he... You know, I, yeah, obviously he died. He got what's coming to him, but he did a little, at least a little bit of uh, image rehabilitation. Yeah. It, I felt, I mean, I feel bad at Breaking Bad's ending, and I also felt bad that, uh, you know, the guy the guy went out that way. And you can argue about whether he'd have been better off if he'd taken Gretchen and, and uh, Elliot's money uh, and, you know, spent his time with his family instead of doing all this. But, you know. But he didn't. It was a great character <laughs> and a great show, and yeah. Villigan stuck the landing. Um, this has got to be the greatest finale season that's ever been on television. I'm just calling it greatest show, man. I You're giving up the greatest show. Yeah. Uh, don't need yeah. any reflection on that? No. Okay. Hell no. Okay. Uh, any other 
Josh, step forward. And I think I next. saw. What's that? I, I called next. <laughs> I think I saw a few uh, symbolism things, so my ninth grade English teacher would be proud. So I'm going to bounce them <laughs> off you and see what you Perfect. think. Um, the first thing was Jesse with the box when he's doing the woodworking. Like, is that box yes. maybe all his hopes uh, yes. and dreams or something along those lines, you know, or, or maybe the skill of his craft? I don't know. Something along those lines. That was the first thing. And the second thing was... Uh, Walt at the end, the JC pose. Oh, yeah. yeah we all, I'll often say so, just yep. if you get your reaction to that. Yeah, we've seen that from Jesse as well multiple times over the series. I'm, I, so I don't know what to make of it. Like, who, who's Jesus in this instance? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No I don't know no. that we got a Jesus. But, you don't have a Jesus? Um, all right. I don't know. I thought when I was watching him have that flashback that he's having this intense, you know, flashback to where he had this real pride in his craftsmanship and um oh the camera just moved this spooked me um he had this intense pride in his craftsmanship and it was a i'm just trying to say here something like a fantasy he was having when he was in his walking this 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 walking hell this waking hell um and i posted on facebook that this is like jesse is the walking dead because he was very zombie-like and lurched, and that. yeah, when they when they brought him out, of and then like when he like, you know, I, I think that maybe that's how he passed his days. He pretended he was somewhere else. Well, that's what kept him going, cooking for Brock, right? Right, like just putting himself in a different mental state and doing what he had to do. So, like the, the Homer Simpson episode where uh, don't for, don't or don't forget you're here forever or whatever, and he was doing it for Brock. Um, yeah, I like that. What do you think about the JC pose? I don't. I don't know what to make of that. Where man. is this? that? It's I was been, hoping the Villigan was on a team because I was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, this is Jesus shit with Walt White. That's. Uh, I'm not even a religious man. That's pretty blasphemous. Uh, and like, like I said, if if I was a religious man, I think he'd be going down, not up. But um, yeah, um, maybe he was trying to make his uh, seventh grade English teacher proud too. <laughs> Throw in, you know. Uh, for the for for the time you maybe read the Red Badge of Courage and pick out every Christ reference in the goddamn book, here's one for you, Mrs. Owens, who's my second second grade English teacher. Uh, you, I didn't I didn't get to meet you. It's your name. Oh, okay. My name's Lori. Lori. Yeah, and I. Oh, uh, what your brother emailed me and said that you were coming. All right. Yeah, I have to give a shout out to Keith. He told me about your podcast. Um, I want my question is about Jesse and the resolution with him and and uh, Todd. Okay. okay, I felt like that was a really interesting callback to Walt's first kill. Mm, with the U-lock. Oh yeah, Crazy Eight. Yeah, back yeah, in season one, right. in like episode three or something. That's been <laughs> yeah, a while. Yeah. So it was a, that was a nice bookend for me. And so my question yeah. though is, do you think that Walt had an inkling that it was? that Jesse wasn't really partners or, I mean, was that a true surprise or was he, can Jesse see hmm. that he was rescued or was that just a coincidence? I feel like Walt likes to, like he knows how to push people's buttons. And I think that was probably deliberate because he knew that Jack was, you know, a prideful man, probably just as prideful as he is uh, more so in some ways. Uh, but I, I think he did it on purpose. I think he knew the button to push to get uh, to find out if Jesse is really there, uh, and so he did it. I I don't know, but I'd have to watch it again. I think that you could definitely make a case for 
him maybe thinking that Jesse was cooking under dress. But I honestly think he was surprised and then Jesse's physical condition when he saw him. And it was a very impulse decision to go and give him the bear hug of life and take him to the ground and shield his body with his, you know, shield his body from bullets with, uh, with his own. Um, there, there, well, there you go. Yeah. Stuck in the side. Stuck in the side. Yeah. Stuck in the side. There's another one. Damn it, Gilligan. What the hell? Um, so, yes, uh, Walt is Jesus Christ. He died for Jesse's sins. This podcast is much easier with an audience. They <laughs> have a lot of insights we don't. So. Um, yeah, that's great. Brad? Yes. Do you suppose uh, he will still sitting in a hotel room waiting for him to go? <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, how I'm long are you going to yes. be? Um, I don't know. It depends on how much uh, food is available to him. Uh, you know, as long as they're able to get a, a, a you know to go orders, I think he'd probably sit there for a good couple days. But that's a good question because that's probably why Saul bugged out, right? The fact that he thought that Hugh had flipped on him, yeah. And for that to be effective, he would have to be non you know, out of communication for a couple days, but. You know, I don't, I don't know, and I, I think in Hugh in that situation, what we know of him, if uh, uh, you know, Hank told him to park his ass there, he probably would have. St- you know, first of all, it's like it's it's conservation of momentum and energy <laughs> to to work himself off of that couch. It would have been, you know, it did it, have been something. So I think he probably stayed there for a while. Yep, that had the six months. I don't know. Through the- <laughs> probably not. And then the other non-serious question I had was. Uh, the, uh, the the shot in the commercials of Jesse driving off in the Need for Speed movie mm-hmm. didn't make sense until I saw him driving. <laughs> <in the car. laughs> I thought, are we seeing another trailer? Oh, oh that villain yeah. yeah. worked in a trailer at the end of the show. That's, the that's show. what I thought. Yep. I don't know <laughs> who here is going to see Need for Speed because Aaron Paul's in it. Anybody? No, no, no interest. That's what I figured. I mean, it's I, a totally different movie. I, I, like I said on Facebook, Jesus, you just were in the top three television show of all time. Do you have to take the first offer that they make? I mean, maybe fire your agent because a video game adaptation is not where you want to go from Breaking Bad. Directed by you, Bull. Um, Peter Street had, had something he wants to say. Yeah, more of just an observation. Um, at the beginning when he was in the snow-covered car, did anybody else get a creepy Gollum vibe where he was kind of like talking to himself in third person? Just take me there, I think he said, and it was very kind of creepy. Yeah, just get me home. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, the other thing I had to say was um, I think the saddest part for me was just him looking through the window at uh, Walt Jr., and not actually getting a proper goodbye. Yeah, he knew the reception he would get right. if he tried to get that proper goodbye. <laughs> exactly. That's I, all. I would get behind Gollum a lot better than Jesus Christ, honestly. <laughs> he was looking little Gollum. More hair, still more teeth. Uh, any other comments? Uh Lisa so Lisa owns the she's a proprietor of this place, uh Toscana. Um, this is, is this your, so, so, and she's my girlfriend's mother and, Sister. and, and every day, come on now, All right, because you can't lie to 20,000 people on the internet. That's true. Uh, <laughs> um, everything that's cool about this party is a, a direct result to my girlfriend, Cecily and her mom, Lisa. So 
Thank you. Thank you very much. If, you, if you're thinking about having an event in Anderson, Indiana, please consider Tuscana. Well, thank you very much. It's a beautiful facility. You've thank worked you. hard on it. Okay, so I actually just have a couple of um, – I would like to hear your, your thoughts. Um, first off, um, about – well, finally admitting that he was doing this all for himself. I mean, how long have you actually waited for him to get off of the um, – this is for my family. This is for my family. I'm doing this for you, where he finally just admits – I'm doing this for me. And we all knew it, but I wanted to hear your feedback about that, too. And the fact that um, when they were talking in the car with Badger and... Well, Skinny Pete. Skinny Pete. Yeah. And they were talking about the the, um, the meth was actually almost better. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Walt went in and basically released Jesse, because nobody knew that Jesse was even part of it except Hank, right? And so he kind of released Jesse, gave him, and then he took his place. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there was something to that, the fact that he was trying to still take credit for still having the best meth on the, on the market? I don't know. Just wanted to get your feedback on that. Absolutely. I mean, we the, the scene in the bar, um, if we didn't already know it, which from we last have, week, right? from, from last week, yeah. The scene at the end of last week's episode of The Bar uh, when he sees Elliot and Gretchen on the TV and that the blue is still out there, he he absolutely wanted credit for his work. Um, and I think you're right. Him laying down in the middle of this lab and having the DEA find him there uh, is his way of taking credit for it. And at the same time, you know, he figured out that Jesse was still cooking because of how good it was. So he knew that he could kill two birds with one stone, help Jesse out, and also, you know, take credit for what he's done all these years. So he did take the place of Jay. It, this, this, this Jesus Christ thing has legs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to spend a lot of time talking about that on the on the cast. Um, that's good stuff. Any anybody else we're missing? All right, come on up. All right, uh, this is stuff I just jotted down. But um, I thought it was interesting the way the uh, SWAT team or whatever walked past Walt when they got in the lab. I was kind of surprised by that. I was almost expecting him to kind of you know, focus on him, but they just kind of kept going past him. So I don't know if it was an insult or just kind of a comment about how he's kind of faded. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it was kind of interesting shot the way they just kind of kept on going. Um, and then the turnaround on Jack, which you talked about, but it was kind of interesting. I echoed the conversation with Hank where, you know, he, Walt was trying to buy time and Jack got, you know, in the same mode, just trying to say, oh, okay, I've got your money and he turned that around. He basically made up, his, made up his mind before he got there. Right. And then uh, the other thing was just kind of a, I was curious about. I seemed like there was explosives in the trunk at one point. I don't think we ever saw those go off. I'm kind of curious if that was – I don't know if I mis- didn't recognize what I saw or – but they never made Well, they were – I feel like it was ammunition. It was – it was uh, – weapon. The, the, the rounds yeah. he was using was tracer rounds. Um, they had some boxes in there, but I didn't know. I thought that was because yeah. I thought they, if we look on the second viewing that they said tracer rounds, and I think that's why that the metal was catching on fire and stuff like that. Um, plus, it was just visually cool. You could every once in a while see a, a bullet go through hot. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. As far as the DEA going in um, and kind of ignoring him, I think that's probably their tactic, right? Like, you go in, they yeah. identify bodies that are 
done. Clearly not going to hurt them and keep their eye on where the danger could come from. Walt's always been the danger, right? (laughs) He no longer, when he's dead, he's no longer the danger. So they're they're looking for, they're sweeping for uh, live bodies, and I don't think they're going to find one. Also, devil in the massage chair. That was really <laughs> that 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 that's really creepy. <laughs> yeah. Uh anybody else? Uh you had another one? Dave? All right. Hi. I'm wondering what you think of the meaning of Walt leaving his watch at the payphone at the beginning. That's a good question. I don't know on the that. Only thing I can think of is there's a, a theory uh starting back from season four where there was a ticking sound and prominently in several scenes. And a lot of people have said that that continued through season five and 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 the back half of season five. So if uh, and uh, I'm going to be curious about trolling Reddit tomorrow. If that's true, then leaving that 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 watch was a conspicuous way of saying, you know, the time's up now. Also, didn't wasn't that a gift from Jesse? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of the audience saying yes. There might be that might also be something where he's basically. Because, uh, you know, he, he was going back to avenge his blue or whatever, and he might have been, uh, you know, let, setting aside all sentimentality at that point. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to think about the watch because I'm not. Yeah, the instant, this, instant casts are tough because it's <laughs> like, you know, we don't usually dive this deep into them. Um uh, we're going to have to probably cut it short. Is there maybe have time for one more? Because we got to still get this out to the rest of the people and and all that. All right. We have time for what, one more? One more. Come on up. This is the Felina. State your name. Of the instant cast. Sorry. Hey, I'm Brian. Hey, Brian. Um, one thing that I kind of felt when he walked in and he kind of looked around at the lab and he was kind of looked around with pride and I kind of thought, He's sort of like saying, wow, I taught Jesse well, you know. It's yeah. sort of the yeah. closure on that teacher-student relationship. And I just thought he was like, you know, part of it was like, wow, you know. Like it's a really a good, good job, point because you know? that's how their relationship right. started, right, as teacher yeah. and student. And yeah. he did love he did love to teach chemistry. And he had to uh, – it's funny because Jesse uh-huh. never applied himself but was a better student. Todd always tried to apply himself and was a shitty student <laughs> and human being. Uh, so I think that's probably a cast, right? That'll do it, yeah. Uh, if you'd like to send stuff. us feedback uh, uh, on our full cast on Tuesday, and depending on how much feedback we get, we might do a third this week. Um, do that at Breaking – I'm sorry. Yeah, Breaking Good at BaldMove.com. You can follow me on Facebook.com slash BaldMove. You can follow Jim here. Twitter.com slash bald move. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. Thanks everybody for coming out. Yes. Thank you.